Hey, welcome to another edition of the Padraplegics podcast. Housekeeping items, let's get them out of the way. We are sponsored by Arizona Spinal Cord Injury Association. That is azspinal.org. You can also find, call them at 602-507-4209. Eric always answers. He loves it when you call. Call 2, 3, 4 in the morning. He loves it. It's his favorite thing to do. Uh. Um. This podcast can be found on YouTube. It can be found on Spotify. It can be found on iTunes. If you are listening, we appreciate you. If you are watching, we appreciate you. Do us a favor. Click that subscribe button down so that way you don't miss anything. Um, and it would really help us out. Even leave us comments if you want to. We'll any get to them. Any bells and whistles, click on it. Yeah, and uh, you know we'll get we'll get to any comments that you uh, that you leave on on the next show, um, and we'd be happy to uh, answer any questions or, or try and do our heart, do our best. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Arizona Spinal Cord Injury Friends Group. Um, you can find us uh, azspinal.org forward slash podcast. Don, Eric, and myself have a hundred plus years of living with disability with a disability. We are not medical professionals. If you are having medical issues, please contact your doctor or 911 or anybody else that is a medical professional, not us, okay? Don't call me. Call Eric, maybe, but not me. Uh, And this contains mature language and content sometimes, mostly from me. From Sean. That I apologize. (laughs) And don't sue me or Don. Eric's wide open. <laughs> wide open. Come He's on. wide open. He loves lawsuits. He told me. He told me his favorite thing. His favorite thing to do is to be I in mean, court. Yes. Yeah, is to being sued and to be in court. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Fun stuff. Really. <laughs> he loves it. He loves it. So yeah, right. that wraps up housekeeping items. So um, let's Sean, get right in, into it. You're in a different environment from last time. Is there an animal behind you, or am I seeing? Uh, yeah. There, well, what, I have a dog. He's sitting back there. Okay, you're looking a little well, green. Yeah, we got a uh, we got a lot of green in here. Um, it's nice, so, you know. Yeah. yeah, my my uh my full setup's not here yet, but I'll make do with what we got here, which is good. I mean, I think it looks all right. It works. Um, I'm, I'm in the process of reworking my my bedroom here, so it's under construction. Very nice. Uh, nice floor. But I am in Michigan, by the way. So, yes. I'm living that lake life, and I'm loving it. It's a little Aren't cold today. Fishing? Lucky Been you, fishing man. every day. Every day? Are every you catching day. fish? You, okay, so what's the largest fish? I don't know. You can't, we're catching some, some big mouth bass, some small mouth bass. I mean, that are, uh, you know, anywhere between 7 to 12 inches. So I, well, I thought you were going to say pounds. Very envious, man. Yeah. Oh, that's seven pound smallmouth would be huge. That'd be like, right. Right. Oh, that'd be a monster. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a big old. I'd be a big old boy. Yesterday, uh, my stepdad caught a couple bullheads. Um, caught a big, a, a big, big old huge monster, big mouth bass. He was he was racking them in yesterday. I could I couldn't for some reason I couldn't get him I couldn't get it done yesterday. But he was on the so I we have our our dock breaks off into two different parts. So he was on one side and I was on the other. 
And on my side, it must have, I don't know, it must have just been cold over there or something. I don't know. But he was whacking them on his side, but I couldn't I couldn't get anything on mine. So, You know, in Minnesota, when I go bullhead fishing, we'd always have to do it like in the after, late afternoon, almost yeah, night. Usually night sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, we fish in the morning and at night usually. All right. Yeah. You got any walleye in that lake? We do. We do. Right now they're actually having a uh, fishing tournament on the lake, on, on our lakes right now. So we have three lakes that connect. They all connect through little channels. Um, and right now they got a fishing tournament going on. So there's like uh, bass boats just flying around everywhere, all trying to get, you know, get that big, get that big boy. Well, save That's me a cool. spot because I intend to visit you sometime. Absolutely. You're always welcome. I told, I, I've told you that before. Everybody. Everybody eats over Everybody? Here. Okay. Welcome. Okay, uh, so when you guys start commenting and you want to go fishing, <laughs> talk to me. We'll get the travel plans all arranged and everything. That's right. And then it's on Eric. Eric will pay for it. No, Eric will I, pay for I didn't say travel. anything about paying. I said plans. <laughs> plans. Right. He's going to plan it. And he'll pay for it. And then he'll also treat you to a steak dinner or, or a fish dinner. Oh, yeah, or okay. whatever, whatever you choose. <laughs> Dinner you're choosing. I wish. I wish. Anyways, it's good to see you guys, by the way. Yeah. yeah it's, been, it's been a while, you know, with the with the whole quarantine stuff, you know, we haven't been able to meet in person in quite some time now. So well, you, you had some things see your faces. Yeah, you had some things happen, so you're looking yeah. a lot better, my friend. Well, thank you. Yeah. You know? With time, all heals with time. You know, everything heals I mean, with time. You just the face part we might have to work on, but the rest uh, looks great. Uh, not much I can do about that one. I hit a couple I hit a couple branches on the way down from that tree, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> They're hard to avoid. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, let's uh let's let's crack something off. You had something you wanted to discuss. Um you know, there was an article that I saw that was pointed out on Facebook that I saw that you looked at. Uh, this yeah, I think I was, shared it too as well. Yeah. yeah, this gentleman who was a amputee and got pepper sprayed. I I didn't read the full article. So, so what happened? Was he in a peaceful protest or what? Yeah, it, it seemed that way. You know, the article was was very vague and the video was very short. You know, I mean, oh, okay. so it's hard to it's hard to gauge really what happened. Um, I think they're using accounts of people who may have been there and saw it. Uh, okay. But supposedly he was he was the police. Uh, he was at a protest and the police didn't like what he was doing. I guess I don't know. Wow. And tried to uh, detain him or so, or some of the sort. And in the process, his, both of his. Uh, what are the what do they call the? I don't know what are, what are the fake legs called? Oh, prosthetics. Prosthetics. Sorry. Yep. Probably, both of his prosthetics had come off, and he was laying on the ground. He had been pepper sprayed, and uh, yeah, he looked like he was in a lot of pain. They were, they were looked like they were struggling. If you watch the video. I would be. Uh, have you guys ever been pepper sprayed or? No, uh, not yet. Oh, I put it on my I put it on my tacos though. <laughs> yeah, the closest I ever got was like onion squirting, but you know that's about it. Yeah, well, we had uh, we had somebody accidentally discharge their pepper spray in our building um, a couple of years ago by accident, and <laughs> I mean even though it wasn't directly, I mean it was probably I don't know fifty feet away from me when it 
but they sprayed it just a little bit, but I started burning and it was not comfortable at all. So I can't imagine, you know, being directly in the line of fire and what that would be like. That, you know, that would be so painful. I think it's interesting that pepper spray has a respiratory effect and that we're still under quarantine, COVID virus and all that. And I mean, this is interesting, you know? You know, it, it is interesting, and, and especially with the times, right? Like, what's, I don't, I mean, what's going on? The world's getting I mean, crazy. I, it, it's out of control. It's, I, I cannot believe all the news that I'm seeing. I mean, this is, this is some real stuff, and it's, it's, it's really serious. It's getting serious. It's getting real serious. I shake, I just can't, I just, I can't help but shake my head at the fact that it's 2020, and we still cannot get to a point where everyone is treated fairly and equally like how is that not a a ingrained human right and in, in everybody right like it i feel like it i, I don't know I, I i could go very deep and dark about this and i don't really want to do that on this podcast um i don't think that our listeners would appreciate that anyways <laughs> but uh yeah i just don't i i I'm I'm so flabbergasted by by the whole the whole situation. You know why are we why is this even going on still to this day? And I, and I don't have answers for it, and, and it's very frustrating for me. And especially when you see people like you know that. I mean, how much harm could could that 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 man really have been doing? You know, and to justify all this stuff, yeah. You know, I think uh, I think. Without a doubt, there's uni universal agreement and revulsion for that uh, that happening. You know, seeing George Floyd murdered by a police officer, uh, I can't imagine anybody that would view that and say there was anything good about that or right about that. It, it was it was homicide, you know, and that cop definitely needs to pay. I think the question now is, what's the best way to go up about reform? And you know, certainly I understand the protests. And but and then when it turns violent again, does that defeat their point? You know that starts to turn people away. Um, yeah, it's just really confusing because it, I'm it all for protesting and making the changes that are needed. And I understand that sometimes maybe some some violence maybe is needed to catch people's attention. But then when it turns to anarchy, then people start to go, wait a minute. Now you're kind of flipping the switch a little bit, so that's where it gets a little scary. Yeah, usually there's a usually there's usually you got to keep the reasoning in there, you know, like hey, we have a specific goal, a specific reason, specific demands. Yeah. I think and, there's some people that jump in on any protest just to oh yeah just to destroy or be anarchists, you know. They'll take advantage of any kind of a demonstration just to jump in and. and break some shit you know well and true reform that, is that, that always is detrimental to whatever movement it is in my opinion it isn't true reform i mean true reform is policy changing true reform is law you know law adjustments you know all i mean it's it's the political system right it's where the money's getting spent and how we're doing it and what we're doing about it i mean if we're truly going to have reform, we have to change that stuff. 
you know, yeah. and not destroy well, our know, world. You look at the Seattle protests and when they were doing the day during the day and the peace and love and all that stuff, I was like, right on, man, that is cool. You know? And then at night it turns into a battle zone and people are getting shot. Like that's just the opposite of everything you did during the day, you know? And I don't understand that. Um, yeah. And there was well, a, I mean, they even turned it into a, to a, their own little riot area, right? Chaz, I think they call it, or Chap? Chap now, yeah, I think it's called yeah. Chap. I think the mayor is, is actually has ordered to close it down finally because someone got injured. Yeah, they've had, they've the had a shootings. lot of violence, shootings. Yep. There's been attacks. Yep. Uh, people just, yeah, so again, they, they kind of uh, did the opposite of what they, <laughs> what it seemed to me they were trying to accomplish. You'd, you'd think that throughout this this time, right? I mean, if you look at what's going on through with the COVID, right? And with the with with the pro you know, the protests and the riots, you'd think that the people in power would understand that the impoverished people of this of this country have had enough man and, and it's 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 so it's so rough for them like it's not and everybody says and, and, and all the people that they say it everybody oh this is america everybody has the same fair chance no you're wrong you are wrong about that you don't if you grow up in an impoverished place or an impoverished black family or impoverished native american family or impoverished white family or an impoverished Mexican or Hispanic family, right? You are so far behind. You're so far behind on everything. You know, you're so you're prone. You're prone to more diseases, right? Because it's hard to eat healthy. It's hard to do all those things. Access to the healthcare you need, or the education. Access to education. Access to being able to own your own home. Access to jobs. Access to everything. You know, and and, and it's. And it's, it's to the point where I think people are so fed up with it that they feel like violence is their own is the only answer, well, you know. And, and then so I can understand that. I'm I don't, I'm not saying do it right. I'm saying I understand it. Yeah. And I understand why people feel the way they feel because I'm frustrated. And look, and, and I come and though I have a disability and though you know all all these other things, I, I, I'm very blessed. I'm very blessed. You know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't born in, I was born to a hardworking middle-class family and I was able to have access to everything that I would ever need to be successful in my life. But not everybody has that, you know, and, and those people are, are sick and tired of being treated unfairly. And, and it's, and I understand it. I really do. I completely understand the anger. I understand the frustration and even me being, I'm even frustrated and, and it's not me, you know, like and it's not me that's being attacked, you know, but I'm frustrated. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I just hope that out of this comes some organized movement with some leaders that have, you know, uh, the ability to point a way forward, you know, uh, not that it's just a chaotic mess and you have one group over here doing something, one group over here. Then to me, it seems like it's really hard to make progress if you don't have somebody leading, you know, some charismatic, uh, intelligent person that can say, hey, this is 
is what we need to do to step forward. Because we're, like you said, people are ready for a change, whether they're white, black, brown, whatever. Um, they understand there's changes are needed. And so, you know, uh, where's Don, that leader? Where's, where's the person that's going to step up and say, I, I'd vote for you, Don. I would, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying you're throwing Don it out. Got mine. I, I think Don, you got well, a, you know, you got an amazing level head and you think you think in uh, ways that are beneficial for others. I always see that come out whenever I talk with you, you know. Oh, thanks. But uh yeah, yeah you're definitely awesome. a better suited than I am. <laughs> uh, well, I, I saw some of your uh, wrestler impersonations earlier. Those might get you some votes, but it might get you. Yeah, brother. <laughs> i'm not gonna do them on here but yeah um, but I, you know it, it 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 comes all the way down and, and it even affects you know like as far as us in the disabled community right it affects us too oh, you know oh, yeah. look at you look right. at education for individuals with disabilities especially yeah. those with with mental with mental illnesses right yeah i mean that's the the level of education they get right depends on how much money their parents have right i mean that's i mean that's kind of what it comes down to it and so what's that for what's that say for the people who are underserved right what does that what what do you do if you come from a, a, an impoverished background and you have a, a mental disability like are you just I guess you just don't you don't get any type of good education. I mean, you know, you don't have any. You, I, I don't know. I, I'm so frustrated by it, and I don't know how to change it. You know, I, I don't think that. You, you know, I don't think that laws right now are going to change this. You know, I, I I don't know what is going to change. It. So for me, it's it, it's it's frustration out of that. Like the what can I like? How can I help? Right? I don't know, and then what can be done about it i don't know so like that unknown is, is very frustrating to me did you guys see uh crip camp the documentary yeah they do those uh did i tell you about the them they do those talks so yeah, yeah. because um i mean that was a kind of a case where people with disabilities had to fight and do some you know some social uh i don't know protesting to get some things done. And in those cases, you know, it took some camping out in people's offices and to, just to turn public uh, sentiment toward, you know, to let people know what was, uh, what was going on. And, uh, you know, I, I see some, some similarities there, but in that case, you know, again, there were some leaders there and we needed uh, some people, some legislators to get on our side to make some changes. And so I'm hoping that's what happens in a way in this case. Yeah, I, I agree. And also what, what Don's talking about, you can check out um, the Crip Camp Zooms. They do Zooms, uh, I don't know if it's weekly or bi-weekly. I'm not 100% sure, but they do Zoom talks. So uh, they talk about, you know, anything, you know, as far as, you know, policy and, and other things with, with disabilities and, LGB, LGBTQ, right? And those, everything to do with all that stuff. 
uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool, very informative. Um, you can check that out. Uh, just if you just go to the Curb Camp websites and stuff, they they got links to all the stuff, and you can get on the newsletter, and you can check them out. I've uh, I've, I've attended three or four of them um, on Zoom, and I, I found them to be um, good. I, I found that I learned stuff. You know, I learned some things, which is good. Yeah, I was planning to attend. I haven't been on one yet, but. Uh... I definitely, I know you can, they are uh, archived, so you can view them later too, if you're not able to be there live. So check that out. And then, you know, related to that, I think, I sure hope that one of the things that comes from this COVID thing is, you know, how hard hit the uh, nursing homes were with, and yep. I mean, if there's ever a reason to get people out of nursing homes, this is, you know, red sirens, red flags, everything. Home care has to be the way to go for people with disabilities. You can't be worried. The sad part about it is, Don, is the insurance companies run that business, run that game, and and it's run by it's run by insurance companies, it's run by Medicare and, and and those kind of things. And and when they make choices like that, they make choices not like that, not based on your health, not based on what you you know what's best for you. They they make choices based on what's best for their pocketbooks plain yeah. and simple yeah, that has to change i mean that's up to us that's we have to we have to be on the forefront once once things open up again and we can be out there we need to be doing our own protesting you know we can't allow them to warehouse people that are inconvenient to, to keep at home because it might cost a little more it's i agree not, with you so guys, while we were talking, I went to cripcamp.com and at the very bottom it has how to get involved and you can get educational materials and I mean there's all kinds of stuff and this is where you this is where you access those the Zoom stuff too. So it's, I'm I'm just signing up right now actually. Yeah. I'm 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 signed up. My brother signed up. My brother uh, my brother's the one who told me about it. Shout out shout out to my brother Tyler Helms. He uh, he told me about it. He um, he's he's big into that stuff. You know, he's he was doing disability law studies for a while, and um, and he's he knows all about that. We should have him on. We should have him on one day. Um, he's he's very knowledgeable, especially when it comes to uh, educational like education. He he really he he did a lot of stuff, a lot of work when it, with that stuff. Um, so. We, maybe we should have him on. Tyler, you should come on one sometime. Maybe, uh, maybe next week or the week after. Yeah, let's get him on. Yeah, that's your brother. Um, that's my brother. Yeah, that's he just brother. graduated from Stanford University with his law degree. Wow, good for him. Stanford. Dang. Okay, yeah, that's good it. stuff, man. You got the looks, and he got the brains, or what? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, Di- different dads. I think that maybe that was maybe that's what it was. <laughs> Does your dad Anyways. listen to this? So, uh, do we have any lighter weight questions and uh, meaning of life? And uh, I got a lighter weight question for you. Um, so when you went tr- when you traveled back to Michigan, did you have any issues with your wheelchair? No, I didn't fly though. Um, oh, usually, I, when I fly, um, yeah, you definitely have them. I mean, I, I could I could talk for an hour straight just on that. But uh, I we drove. I drove. Um, I, 
strictly cool. because of of the COVID situations. Um, yep. And also, it's it's easier to have a vehicle here too. You know, um, I have a vehicle right. that is here that's but it's old, and it's not necessarily reliable to make uh, sometimes long trips if if we want to or if we. So, yeah, that's I right. drove. Yep. We drove. Me okay. and uh, me and two two people. Me and two other people. We we drove. We made it and. We left Friday and got here on Sunday. All right, cool. That's a long. Went through Colorado to. We stopped in Colorado for the night, and then we stopped in Iowa for the night, and then made it straight. Made it. Had to stop in Iowa. I'm sorry. Yeah. What are you gonna do? (laughs) That's a nice drive, though. I love driving cross country. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. It was. Uh. It. It was. You know. It was fun. You, You. You always get a little stir crazy. Um. I know I did this time because uh, the way we had to pack in my car, like the stuff that we needed to bring back, I was kind of stuck in the car. The only way for me to get out of the car, even when we made stops, was for people to like move a whole bunch of stuff. And so like I didn't get out of the car for like 12 or 13 hours each day like not one time i just was in the in the passenger seat for 13 hours so yeah that would that would do it that would be yeah for sure yeah so but but it's okay you know i mean it's a it it was it was worth not taking the risk of getting on a plane with people i don't know you know you never know what could happen there and also my chair not getting busted and broken by by uh, the people who handle baggage at the airlines so right. yeah but we, you know that's what leads us into something that we were going to talk about too you know a lot i've been asked by a lot of people and then i've also been trying to look it up and thinking about it myself um power chair wise i know me and don are power chair users um what what do you prefer and what do you look for in a power chair well, I can tell you when I was first injured, I used my injuries at C5. So I have some movement of my arms. I have my biceps, but I don't have any, any use of my triceps. So, uh, and I am able to propel a manual chair. And I know for the first, I don't know, three or four years, I wanted to be in a manual chair because I think I felt less, I looked less disabled or I was less disabled if I were pushing a wheelchair. Um, that was just my mindset, and I thought they looked cooler anyhow. Um, there was a certain point where I realized that I couldn't go wherever I wanted to go. I couldn't get up hills or down hills without some assistance. And um, at that point, I sort of started using a power chair. And once I realized the freedom that gave me, um, I just started using it full time and realized to me that I was saving my energy. I was less wear and tear on my arms and shoulders. Um, and I could go anywhere I wanted uh, under my control and uh, it opened everything up to me. And at a certain point, I just stopped worrying about what I looked like. <laughs> if I looked more disabled or whatever that meant. Um, and then just, just embrace the power chair full time. So, um, but I think that a lot of people share that same sentiment, Don. I mean, you know that you just talked about um, being a, being in a manual chair makes them feel a little less, you know, like less disabled, right? Which is mm-hmm. to me is 
is goofy, right? The, to, to even say it out loud, like I, I feel I'm less disabled because of the chair I'm sitting in. Yeah. But really, it's the I, same thing. And the irony is that I was actually kind of more disabled in a manual chair because of not being able to, to do as much. But yeah, it's it's a weird, it's a weird. Irony. Anyways, I cut you off, and you were about to talk about some of the things you look for in a chair. So. Well, I think uh, what happens, the first chair you get out of rehab probably isn't your best chair. It doesn't necessarily fit you unless you have some really good therapists. But uh, when I got my first chair years ago, they were all rear wheel drive chairs. And that's what I got became used to. And I still have a rear drive wheelchair, in, which is a dinosaur in these days where everything is now mid wheel or front wheel drive. And so... People laugh at me because I'm using this old school chair. You can hear me coming a mile away, as you guys know. But uh, it's what I'm used to, what I'm comfortable with, and, and also what was set up for driving for me. So um, but what I look for is just, you know, a fitting you right, that it's not too wide, um, not too big. You're comfortable in it. It's not giving you any pressure sores. And, um, you know, it's set up for what you need it to do. If you're driving a vehicle from your wheelchair, that it's set up for that as a proper lockdown and, uh, you know, as a, as the uh, equipment that you need. So that's, I mean, it's a very vague answer, but uh, yeah. it, just, it just has to be the, the right, right fit for you. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think a lot of people outside of the necessities look for different things in chairs. Right. I mean, for me, you know, I, I, I need tilt recline. I need, and I like the standing feature that I have on my chair. Um, you know, they have those out there. I, I like that. Um, and I, I, I want my chair to go fast, man. I really do. I, I don't want my chair to go three miles an hour. I want it to do seven, you know, in case I'm out going down the street, right? Like if you're trying to go from place to place out on the street or on the sidewalk, you know, you don't want, you want to, Put your way through there you know it's no good for anybody for me if you sure. ask me yeah i mean there's a lot of accessories you can get added on now you can get lights and you can get yeah. turn signals you can get a usb port <laughs> i have all those on mine so yeah. i have i have lights turn signals and a, and a usb on mine um which is like at the time i was like ah all right just put it on there i guess and now, I mean, it is it is the most used thing I, I had. Most USB used USB used USB I have. I mean, my my phone is always plugged in, and if it's not, and I'm somewhere, somebody always has their phone plugged into it. So it's like community charger for everybody, you know. Wow, that's cool. Does uh, does yours also have the Bluetooth feature where you can use it to turn on your TV and all those things? Uh, I it does. I think it does, but I've I've never used it and or never really needed to or any of that sort i think it has it but i never set it up or i never even really knew like why it was blue like what why would i need bluetooth on my chair i don't understand that so i never set it up if it's on there i don't know that'd be cool because then i could access it with my phone and drive it <laughs> it'd be like why so i've why, been looking at I've been looking at some new ones because um, I'm I'm actually in the uh, in the market because I got one coming up soon 
and where I've, I, you know, a time coming up soon where I, I'm able to get one. And I've been looking at some of these, uh, these new ones that are called uh, Frontier V6s by Magic Mobility. Boy, they're pretty cool. They got um, they got the ones that are four by four, so they have four big tires, which is cool. Um, and then they also have the mid wheel drive and the front wheel drive version of with the with the big tires. I mean, actually, you know, they're like uh, actual like tires, so you can go out in more sandy and softer surfaces. Um, which is cool. Like I've been looking at it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm in a permobile right now. I've been in a permobile since my accident. Um, I, I personally don't like the one I have now though, which is, which is an F five. I had a C 500 before this and it was fantastic. It was one of my favorite chairs of all that I've ever had. Um, and then I got this new one and I, and I just don't like it. I don't like it That's at all. Mid wheel drive chair. It's a front wheel. Okay. Yeah. They've all been front wheel. I started with front wheel. Yeah. So. Well, you know, if you need someone to take that off your hand, the Arizona spinal cord injury is very good at repurposing power chairs. So once you uh, get rid of that one and get your new one, just let me know and we'll pick it up. Well, I think I'm (laughs) going to keep this one. Um, You know, just just for backup situations in which, you know, anytime you, you know, you fly somewhere and you get home and your chair's all broken and beat up. You got a chair to sit in and, and get to places. For sure, yeah. yeah. Have I you guys have... seen the power chair with the flamethrower on it? I mean, I'm just saying that is an accessory for me. Uh, eggs. What's this? Clearing. You've never seen this? Oh, no. yeah. They... I need this. Here I need this Aaron... in my life. <laughs> There's this guy that custom makes these power chairs, and they are ridiculous. They're like Mad Max. They have flamethrowers and all kinds of stuff on them. That's uh, really cool. Friend Lance Greathouse. I haven't seen him in late, lately, but he had a brother that was a chair user. So, is he the one? He also makes a track chair too. Is that correct? I believe he did. Yeah. 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 It's not the one. I mean, I have an action track chair, but I think he made one called like the tank chair or something. Right. Right. I think. I don't, I'm not uh, sure. I think that was different, but I know he's he has built chairs like that with tray treads and like Eric said flamethrowers and he had one need that real, in my life like a, right now something Dr. Right now. would be in yeah so <laughs> you would be I in the battle it. tank in the crowd <laughs> yeah. who would approach I you <laughs> I need it that's why I'll, I'll go I'll go do some protests and see who wants to pepper spray me <laughs> right <laughs> Bring that Fair pepper back. spray. <laughs> Let that flamethrower go. Hey, Sean, do you use your tank chair much? Your, your um, track chair? You know, I don't use it as much as I probably should. Um, but I I just got here, so I'm kind of trying to get everything worked out and set up. And I got a lot of appointments that I'm trying to do and all this stuff. I planned on trying to use it today, but then I had a meeting with uh, my case manager and that lasted like three and a half hours. So um, I ended up not doing it, but I hopefully I'm going to get in it tomorrow if it's not too hot. Yeah. Ooh, get some pictures and videos on that, man. Yes. I got some cool ones on my Instagram. If you guys, if anybody's interested, check it out. It's at Sean, S-H-A-W-N, Dallas, D-A-L-L-A-S, Hall, H-A-L-L, on Instagram. I got some cool videos on there of me 
hitting some some mud puddles. I got some of me going through a, a like a like a stream. I'm just I'm just riding in the middle of the stream all the way down it, which is fun. That's cool. You can go in the water with it up to, you know, as long as you don't submerge the batteries, you can go all the way up to like a certain point. Hey, um, I know I'm kind of backtracking just a little bit, but you know, when you guys said you you went, you know, when you said you went to a manual chair to a power chair, how that was transforming for you. The same was for me because I used to walk on crutches and then half Canadian canes, and then I went to a manual chair, and it was the same thing. I just the mobility aspect of it, the ability to feel normalized within my surroundings was so much more. So um, I could totally relate to you guys, even though I am in a manual chair, because I actually transitioned from from crutches to that. And it, it really, I mean, I think what we're talking about is the struggle too, right? I mean, the struggle yeah. alone of just doing it and wasting, feeling wasted, you know, all the energy. So. You know, and also finding, like, I think part of it's finding yourself throughout the time of being disabled, right? I mean, you know, for, for me and Don, you know, we both had accidents, right? So we had, a, we had a prior life to the life we have as individuals with disabilities. So when you look at that, like, especially when the, in the beginning of it, you know, like you have to, it takes time to kind of figure out what you want out of life or, or what is like your comfort zone or what, you know, what makes it easiest for you and what your, you know, your, your, your situation is, you know, it, it takes time sometimes. And you go, you might go from a manual chair to a power chair. You might go from a power chair to a manual chair, you know, you might use both. Who knows? You know, you might do rewalk. I mean, it's, that's right. Yeah. Whatever's, and, and that's, that's, yeah. I agree. You know, whatever the flavor is going to make you feel most comfortable in your own skin, really. I think that's really the sweet spot of, of living. So. Yeah. And also I think whatever fits your lifestyle too, you know, I mean, oh, your yeah. lifestyle is a big part of it. I mean, for guys like me and Don, you know, power chairs help us because we can get to where we want. We can get into, get into a car and drive and then get out and then zoom. You can get to places and do what we want without having to be super fatigued, yeah. just moving from just getting into the car. Right. So, it's you know I mean? It fits your lifestyle. Some people love being in a manual chair. I don't know. Some people love it. You know, we so, got to, we got to get you that flamethrower though, man. I need that flamethrower chair. <laughs> For sure. I can find you some pictures of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking, and I didn't find any, but it's yeah. And they got one that has like all kinds of skulls on it. It looks like a throne. It looks like a serious throne with wheels. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So. Well, I know we don't got too much time left because Don's got to get out of here. Yeah. Uh yeah, unfortunately, but uh, man, I love well, talking to you guys. This is. Awesome. I want to. I want to honorable mention something that I saw. Uh, just a few days ago, honorable mentioning Mr. Elon Musk. Okay. Oh yeah. He's uh, he's he's he says that he's a year away from developing a chip to implant into your brain that will pass over somehow your spinal cord injury and uh, allow you to begin to start walking again or feeling again or do. Oh. He said he's only a year away from human trials. He's, you know, and so shout out to him because he didn't have to do that. He's got yep. billions of dollars, and he could have spent it 
any place you wanted to. So shout out to you, Mr. Elon yeah. Musk. I know you can't hear this. You're probably not going to listen, but shout out to you anyways, man. That's really appreciate cool. that. Well, did you see the, the SpaceX launch where they put the two astronauts up to yep. the space station, but, and they land, they land the boosters on, on a barge to reuse them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's I, amazing. I mean, it's unbelievable. I can't even fathom that. Just if anybody can do it, that's that guy, though, right? I know, right? Yep. You know, he almost seems like a evil villain from like a James Bond movie. You know what I mean? He's got all his money, <laughs> and he's just like, right? check out and come to my lair. I got sharks with freaking laser beams <laughs> in a volcano. Yeah. How about a how about electric powered uh, accessible minivan or vehicle? For right. Right. I'm telling you, that would suck. We need we need Tesla the, minivan. Let's see if it happens. Tesla minivan. I, yep. Hand controls. He's got that. the he's got the uh the I think he's got the the, the semi trucks coming out next. That's what he's really trying oh, to get that, out is dang. the semis. That's that's really gonna but get him on the map. Afterwards, if he's getting into this stuff as far as chips and the brain and all those kind of things, maybe that's a, an area that he would be willing to make a you know make some kind of transition to i know i know i'd love it i mean especially something that is helps you self-drive right i mean that's really like his tech his really nice technology if i had a partial self-driving car that would ease so many tensions in my life you know and you know they're starting to come out with some of that anyways i mean you know where it'll watch the lines like uh lord is and i we tried the uh the new uh, Subaru Outback, and it scared me actually because the dealer the dealer guy said, "Well, just let go of the wheel for a second. And we're on the highway going sixty mi- sixty five miles an hour. He's like, "Yeah, just let go on the curve," and we did, and it just it shifted. It it, it wouldn't let us go over the line, and I was like, oh, "Okay, you can put your hands back on there." <laughs> wow. Yeah, that, yeah. That'd be a, a weird feeling when you're it it was the car take control. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I hear from people that own Teslas that they say, man, the first few drives <laughs> of doing it are super nerve-wracking, man. Oh, but I also heard from somebody that owns a Tesla that was going down the road and somebody pulled out in front of him, right? And he didn't he didn't react. He, could, he didn't have time to react, but the car did. So the really? car dipped to the right braked on its own and then dipped back on the road like he was no. like do any of it yeah what? that yeah, is so, like, so impressive wow yeah it'd be it'd be awesome to be able to have that technology for for individuals with disabilities i think it would change a lot of people's lives sure would those nascar races would be boring though no rest <laughs> 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 they'd just be sleeping behind the wheels all racing British each other how funny would it be if Elon Musk built a NASCAR car that drove itself and it won every race? Yeah, right. That would be amazing. <laughs> Avoiding all the crashes. Ah. Uh, no refueling. Yeah. The guy's just sitting there with his arms crossed the whole time going, gosh darn it, I want to do something. <laughs> F you, Bubba McDaniel. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, did you guys see that too? Speaking of Bubba, Bubba, um, Oh, the the black NASCAR driver. That, um, he's the only one right now on the on the 
circuit. I mean, oh, I thought that was the guy that said he was going to quit because of the Confederate flag. That's not his name. Sorry if I if I got that wrong. Yeah, no. Um, but uh, they found apparently they found a noose in his garage, and so they, they all. Yeah, yeah. So they all um, rallied around him, and then on the at the, on the race on well, it was yesterday, they um, they all came out. They they pushed his car in unison to the front of the the line, the front of the pit, and uh, they all stood around for the national anthem and hugs and high fives and really supported him. So I, I thought that was really a, a moving tribute to him. So it's was funny very, how how much how much sports impact the world right oh yeah i mean Can't they're wait. so impactful and when you get people that can 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 come together like that and it's at a sporting event and it's and it's you know it's live on television and it's something that a lot of people watch it can change a lot of minds and a lot of hearts you know yeah, so you that's chance, awesome if you get a chance to check it out i'm sure you can find it online um Again, I apologize. I thought Bubba McDaniel was was the it, name of the guy. It's actually Ray Cicer, Cicerelli. Ray Cicerelli. Yep, that's the okay, guy. Okay, well, f you, Ray Cicerelli. F you. <laughs> yeah. He, Take that never, one. He'll never see this. I hope he does. He does. <laughs> hey, hey, Ray. Hit me up on Instagram. I'll tell you to f you there too. <laughs> Oh, the, the driver's name is Bubba Wallace. And, oh, uh, Bubba Wallace. That's yeah, right. Just Google Bubba Wallace and uh, you'll find the, the tribute. And, you know, he, he was totally amazing about it as, as well. He just The words he said were so eloquent and so moving and so loving. I mean, that's the way to turn people, to open people's eyes and, uh, you know, just to show them that together we can, we can, fix this not 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 the way not leaving nooses in somebody's garage i mean god who would do that i hope they catch that person yeah um, united we stand divided we fall my friends yep that's a good way to end it man i agree yeah look hey I've, I, i'm i'm glad we got a chance to do this um you know um anything that we left off eric uh no i like this episode uh, we need to get a guest though. Uh, yeah, next week. Next week we'll have somebody. Um, even you know, if I, I got I got a couple people in mind. If if uh, Don if Don didn't have couldn't get anybody to come in next week or something, I got I got a few people that'll probably do it as well. So uh, yeah, we'll have somebody. We will. Hopefully, your brother can come on too. I'd love to meet him. Yeah, I mean, I I, I could probably get him to do it next week if we want to do next week. We can talk about it. Um, I also want to get a, a case manager on here. I talked to him, my case manager today. He was, he said he's willing to come on too, um, as long as it That'd fits his stuff. schedule. It'd yeah. be nice to be able to t talk to him and have him explain to people what, um, you know, what it is to, to choose the right case manager. You know I mean? That can make a big difference in people's lives okay. and, and, and families' lives too, not just the individual, but the family, you know? Um, so it'd be good to get him shout out gene harrison so um shout out tyler Elms again um shout out jeff anders too sorry my buddy jeff he's been angry at me he's been cussing me out on, on Fortnite the last couple nights because i've mentioned so many other people but i haven't said his name yet so here you go buddy here's your shining moment jeff Jeffy hey Jeffy. jeff, <laughs> hey, jeff. jeff. Pick, pick his ass in Fortnite, jeff <laughs> oh. yeah 
So, anyways, if we got nothing left, I appreciate you guys and love you guys. Love you too, man. Enjoy right your back time. at you. Eric, good seeing you as well. Enjoy that 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 nice that nice warm Arizona weather. <sighs> I'll no be idea. out here. Yeah, fish. You can catch me on the dock. Like Otis Redding said, I'm sitting on the dock of the bay, watching the tide roll away. So jealous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. All right, we're out. Peace. Peace. Love you guys.